warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. Hello again, America. It's DJ Disappointment hitting you with the best songs in the world on the worst talk show radio on the fucking planet. Uh, We're going to introduce to you a little combination of some rap and rock on today's show because that's the vibe the, I guess, conversation gave me. It was all over the place. It was everywhere else in between and without further ado let's get on with the music today's first song will be golden country by ario speedwagon enjoy
everybody loves a good Paler ballad as an next guy. Um, but I hope you enjoyed the song. I don't know, I'm going for a disarray of sound, because on one note you have our conversations feeling well-structured and they have a point, and then they're sporadic and all over the place, so why not introduce some rock and roll with some gangster rap? So now that we've got our rock out of the way, please enjoy your second Culture Shock before your first talking segment, which is Murder Inc. from Dr. Dre off 2002, or The Chronic, whichever you like to call it. I actually think it was 2000. Fuck me. Enjoy. troubles out my fucking ass and you'll hear about me complain about that on the show but we like to introduce this by saying uh you know don't forget we're uncensored now so we can say piss shit cocksucker motherfucker tits cunt bitch kike asshole and everything else in between so now before i get off this fucking soapbox please let me introduce finally in chair one what's up guys it's caleb and this is the show so now we just talk like normal Alright, so listen, I have a question, dude. That was a lot of mic issues. You don't understand how relieved we are. We didn't think the episode was going to fucking happen today, so back the fuck up off us. I drive an hour here, and then he's like, dude, my fucking mic. Yeah. God damn it. pretty fucking worried. Um, Okay, so uh, I'm going to say your last name one time just to clarify. I'm sorry. Your name is Caleb Kincaid, because there's a lot of Caleb's from Trail. 
And I have a lot of fucking questions for you because you moved away when I was in, like, how old were we? Sixth grade. I mean, we were pretty young. And when you went away, I was like, oh. And then you just see kind of pictures of your life. And then based on those pictures, people tell you stories. And then you're either like, that looks like that's happening or no. So first question, and please, again, I cannot stress this enough because I don't want you to be offended to leave after we did all this work. I've heard some crazy stories. So I'm just going to ask you what I've heard, and you can either deny or you can fucking, you know, agree. And then if you agree, I guess we'll talk about some crazy shit. <laughs> A, do you have AIDS? No one I know has AIDS. Okay. Including myself. Okay. Because I had heard a rumor you had AIDS. <laughs> and this ties into the second story. You're... I just met your black girlfriend, so I don't think so. Are you gay or bi? Absolutely I'm not, not. Okay. I'm not trying to bash. I'm just saying someone had told me you had got a boyfriend, was living with him, got AIDS, and like that's why you lost all the weight. Because you used to be a fat kid like me. Fuck. Dude, listen. And you dude. don't even have to lean into dude, talk. Listen, dude, You listen. can lean into like stress a point, but listen, like, you'll, you'll tire yourself out. Listen, fa face is red, dude. I don't want to talk about it. All right? I lost a lot of weight. But I didn't do that. Okay. I'm just playing. No, none of that ever <laughs> happened. You I, did uh, lose a lot of weight. And when I saw you, I was like, damn. Dude, I fucking listen, dude. I was in like sixth grade, dude. And I, and the only thing I remember about sixth grade is fucking Miss Cobb's class. But oh, I was in sixth grade. Dude, I was fucking 4'11", 175 for f three years, it felt like. And dude, then all I of a sudden, dude, listen. All of a sudden, kid. I go to seventh grade. Seven is like seventh, eighth grade. And then all of a sudden, I'm... Um, 5'11", 140, skinny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of happened. Yeah, ha dude. Okay, that's that's a relief. What were the other things? Um, You didn't enlist, right? No. Okay. No, I, I did. Uh, are you talking about the military? Yeah. So listen, I it was something I thought about. So like, you, you know, my grandpa, my dad, every male before me has served. So, of course, yeah, I took, I I took I a, that. Yeah, I took a way different route. But dude, I just. You're not about it. Not about it. Not about it. I respect it. I respect it. Would I? And now, now everybody's talking about this World War Three, you know, type of type of bullshit. Would I? And now, now this is, I guess. And now everybody says they'll do it. And then when you know, when it comes to fight or flight, you know, you know. And this is a question for you: If there was really a World War Three like draft, you going to jail or you going? I'm not gonna go to jail because I'm not going. Because and while they they can try to put me in jail. There is one person in humankind history that proved you don't have to go to a fucking war if you don't like to. And his name is Muhammad Ali. He proved that you don't have to go fucking serve if your religion or personal morality will not allow for the murder of other people. Just because you think another country is wrong doesn't mean you should take innocent lives from their country and innocent lives from your country and have them fucking shell it out until one of you says uncle. I'm good. Or... You're knocking motherfuckers out for the world title. <laughs> then you're not going to the military. I hate it because the World War Three memes are great. The best one, it's like, America, it's like, we can't go to war. There's so many bad things, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the other piece of America is like, the World War Three champ sounds pretty nice. <laughs> Dude, like, oh. there's there's a there's a meme of a young thug, and he's on the computer, and he's, like, overseeing a production. Yeah. And it says, uh, <laughs> it says the United States military uh, overseeing everybody's Call of Duty uh Looking at kill ratios, like <laughs> yeah, who's gonna be seeing who we should draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um, oh God. Well, it's nice to know that you didn't have AIDS. Didn't have AIDS, dude. Didn't uh, did, not gay. Did, not gay. Not that that's a bad thing. No, dude. Just what happened, dude? I just moved. I, you know, I needed a change of scenery, and and you know, 
I don't know if any of you guys listen to the show, you know, what your school was like, but the school me and Brighton went to, it's a K through 12, man. It's everybody. Your fucking middle school, elementary, and high school are in the same building. You know everybody's uncle and you know who they fucked. It's weird. Yeah, dude, you know. It felt like, and I, the reason I'm stressing this, because now you're here and you can also confirm, it felt like every day was a fucking episode of a sitcom. It was just some shit was happening. It felt like our school was just producing characters for shows and, and dude it's it's toxic dude i mean not yeah. and not not to name names i mean even if you some of you guys watch the show you know this might be a real touchy subject but i remember me and brighton was in fifth or sixth grade and you just gotta think the small town toxic you know kind of uh everybody knows everybody type of environment like all eyes on you well dude we're going to school that day and then we have a, a lockdown and, and some kid hung himself in the in the school or something yeah. like that that's dude that's 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 and shit super like sad. Kind of go over, and I'm not trying to be like, because like some things you just can't stop. And I'm also an advocate for saying if you don't think you should be here anymore, don't. I don't think you should have to do life if you really don't want to do it. But I'm also not going to be like, hey, kill yourself. But then again, I'm also like, suicide's kind of funny. You know what I mean? Like my background is literally right now, Danny DeVito just fucking trying to hang himself for fucking. And it's Danny sunny. DeVito swinging in a bar from his fucking neck, yeah, and just talking about he's like, I'm just, I got a thick neck, it's not working. Um, I don't know. Everything's a joke. And that's weird to think about because some people would argue, well, my daughter died in a car wreck and you could never make a joke. And I'm like, hey, ma'am, give me 20 minutes and I'll get you a great joke for that. I mean, I hit you immediately, but let me work on it and I may have something for you. Dude, and listen. Because here's why. Comedy is the best coping mechanism. If you can talk about heroin addiction, you can help heroin addiction. If you can laugh through your problems, you will get through your problems. Yeah. Now, there's obviously certain moments that are fresh to where it's like... Harder. Touchy. Yeah. Very touchy. But as the comedian now, like, as tragedy is happening... I'm literally, like, no longer torn because I see it. I'm like, this is a future joke happening before my eyes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now you're living life like that. And it's a different color shade of glasses. Now, how long, if something is super touchy, say something hits you deep and Next you're like, day. oh, fuck. Next day. Jerry Seinfeld said You're right this, about it and the this next is, day. This is my favorite quote. Jerry Seinfeld said, 9-11 was a tragedy. That night, the comedians that survived were writing jokes about 9-11 that night. Fuck. I was... Including Jerry Seinfeld. Dude, I was listening to a Rogan, and they had a fight. Tragedy campaign. is comedy. They yeah, you're right. They had a fight companion right after the Epstein stuff happened, and he said that um, uh, what was his name? Not Eddie Bravo. It was Delia walked up to Rogan after the show, and he's like, "You got any Delia? Or you got any Epstein jokes yet?" But it was about like per personally about the, yeah. the children stuff, and he was like, "Way too soon, dude." And he said that night he went to the comedy store and was fucking lighting them up. Yeah, and that's a fresh topic. Dude. Yeah, it's just it's it's dude. You are you're not gonna suck a bag of dick, thing. dude. When and you're here's the land. best example: the shooting that happened in the Oregon district. Oh, in Dayton. Right yes. here. It yeah, happened fuck. at a set that, like, like a comedy club that I've been to, done sets at, and, like, was around the area that, like, at the time, and, like, every comedian that survived that shooting went home and was like, so there I am. I need a joke In a crowd. This. Yeah. And this motherfucker just starts lighting up the room, and he I ain't talking out, cigarettes. He screams out, I hate gays. And then yeah, and he's, you know what I mean? <laughs> just however it happens. It's like, oh, that's an A to B. Yeah. Um, but, like... Writing about stuff is how humanity gets through it. You're right, dude. So, maybe that's why, and I'm not trying to bash religion, but maybe that's why so many people believe the Bible, because it's stories. It's good text. And, like, like all these, like, like uh, uh, the whole O.J. Simpson thing is crazy to me. That's one of the craziest trials in humankind history. And the fact that, like, Dave Chappelle can tell you a whole set of 
Three different instances he met OJ and each was hilarious. I don't know what more I can tell you. Either there are certain men among men who are gods of comedy and they can just look at the world for everything that's funny. Or everybody is like that. They're just too scared to do it. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, dude. Listen, Dave Chappelle is probably my favorite. He's my favorite. Here's my thing, dude. Chappelle can hop on the stage, you know, and and light a cigarette or whatever and riff in front of 15 people or 30,000 people. Like, I get paid for the And it's just funny, Like, it's just good. Even he's bad, he's good. I don't know why. And there's absolutely no refunds. No, no, I'm too high to be on stage. I will. You will never get your motherfucking money back. I mean, I love them, and like, like okay, I like to think about this. All those comedians are kind of the same age generation. Like, isn't it weird to think about that? Like Adam Sandler, Chris Hartley, like all those guys, Chris Rock, um, everybody, Jerry Seinfeld, old as fuck. Yeah, but like kind of the same age, kind of doing comedy at the same exact time, which means they were all children at once. That didn't know any of each other and decided, this is what I'm going to do. And there's a term for this. It's called singularity. It's when events happen amongst the universe at the exact same time with the exact same goal with uh, zero knowledge to each other. So like Dave Chappelle didn't know Tom Segura was also going to be a comedian. Right? Right, right. But they both were like, do it. And now those two are like pinnacles of comedy. So, like, at what point do we just let the artist be the artist? Because maybe what if? Like, and I'm not trying to get emotional and sentimental with it, but, like, my dad was on the phone with me the other day, and he was like, why do you keep fucking acting like you're the next George Carlin? And I said immediately, it's a little offensive you don't think I can be or better. Because my favorite anime is My Hero Academia, and this is the main character of it, All Might. I got a statue of him. His whole saying is go plus ultra. It's not enough to go 100%. You have to break your limits, break your bones if you have to, and expand past those limits indefinitely. Because that's the only true way to grow. Doing 100% of you is not enough. You have to try to be more. I agree. I was listening, so, you know, shout out Fighter and the Kid, but I was listening to the Fighter and the Kid podcast, and they had uh, Andrew Schultz out on there. Definitely shout out Andrew Schultz. But he was talking about, you know... Uh, he, he recorded a special and they've been talking about, you know, why, and you got to think, you know, dude, say, say you're fucking balling in comedy, dude. You're at the comedy store every night, fucking killing that sets. Be so cool. You're just you a king in comedy. One set the now listen, store. dude, think about, you know, you're in Schultz, Callen, somebody like that's position. You know, Schultz was saying, dude, I had this special put up, you know, and I'm sending it to Netflix, HBO, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, and, and, and he wants nine figures. He's like, I want a million dollars. Yeah. So he said, you know, they, they did some reading. They was like, okay, you know, let, and Netflix said, okay, hold on to your offer. Let us see what we can do. They came back with a million dollars. And he said no. And Why? he said, he's, listen, and just this elaborates what you're saying. He says, as an artist, you determine what your content's worth. Okay. So you can sell out to somebody for a yeah. million dollars because you want a million dollars. But if they're going to give you a million dollars, your last special is a million dollars. Right. If you're worth a million dollars now, then your last content was worth a million dollars. Right, right, right. You need if you're more. really willing to pay me a million dollars, you just then validated my skill. Exactly. So you determine what your content is I think the only worth. reason I would take it is just because you use that money to help kickstart the other things. Like, maybe you want to direct. Maybe you want to make a funny movie. That helps that. Maybe you just want to have a house. You can quit your day job and just really rock comedy. You take that money, do that, and then use that rest of our money to make other specials, and then you don't sell out with those. See, and see, I agree. Because even My... Biggie said this, and I love this quote. Not, you can make every record a banger. You can make every song phenomenal. But you definitely have to make your radio hits to sell. It's part of the game. 
and you can either play the game and suffer, or you can play the game and win, or you can not play the game and suffer. Fuck, you know who follows that code, dude? Everybody knows baby. He follows that code. Right. Dude, all his songs, my cuss words are not. Banger also could be on the radio. You know what I mean? Right. And and I was just thinking, I was talking about this the other day. He's, that's like, why, that's he's one I'm, of those really trendy people that like he's cool this year, but like when he changes sound up, how's he going to sound next year? And that's why I'm trying to keep the show the same indefinite, even though like some of them are uncensored. Like now that it's uncensored, like, or now that it was censored, now it's not censored. Sorry. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's just grittier it's rawer it's realer and i think at the end of the day that's what people want they want just two genuine people talking about shit they do or do not know because that's the most relatable thing because we don't know i I don't know what the fuck happens after you die but i can tell you i don't like your religion because it makes you hate gays and (laughs) you know what i mean like be an asshole like i'm not trying to bash religions but like if i had to pick one i guess i'd be a buddhist because they're cool yeah they're leaders for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he kind of like Biggie. I so get listen, it. dude, you asked me some questions. I got some fucking yeah, questions. Yeah, go ahead. Go been ahead, go ahead. Me, dude. All right. Listen, guys. Most of you guys, I don't know. Some of you guys listening might have went to school with Brighton. I'm sure you guys know me too. <laughs> some of you guys don't know Brighton, okay? So you don't know what Why he's are you like. Listening? Listen. No, listen to me. Brighton knows every famous baseball player. <laughs> listen, I'm on social media and Brighton's got, he's in the locker room. Talking, you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. and dude, when we're when we're younger, Brighton's he's everybody wants to Sometimes be the cool they kid. Would just show Bright, up and yeah. I'd be like, you gonna be funny tomorrow? It's like you guys have an off day, right? And like, yeah, it's like come to lunch, dude. Brighton and then never as soon gave as they a fuck. Walk in, you can taste it in the air. It's like all these white little kids are like, who are the six five black guys that just walked? Listen, in? and they Bright, sit all around me. Brighton's like, always I'm been Brighton's always been a, a nerdier by himself. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and we all want to be, you know what I mean? The cool kids. And then Brighton would occasionally walk in lunch one day with. Six, seven, two, fifty, <laughs> shred city dudes that that are are you know Rolexed out, and you're like, what the fuck is going arm tats? Yeah, and Brian's nice like, yeah, shirts. dude, I fucking ate fuck dinner yeah, with them Brian. last night. It's yeah. like, what do you mean, fuck yeah, Brian? Yeah, so dude, who do you know, dude? Who's the most famous person that you know, dude? Like that I that, know that you, personally, that, or that I've met? Because you you can There's call a difference. You, you got somebody that you know right now, and I'm not going to disclose names or ruin it for nobody. But you got is this is this going to go out after? What's going to happen for So you're fine to talk about it. Listen, D.D. Gregorius. <laughs> now, some of you guys are going to know him. Brayden could call him up right now. Okay? He will be called tonight now, to record the show. Now, now I've reached out to people before. Now, I've got, like, Brian and Callan and Brendan Schaub. Those are my favorite comics. I've, I've went back and forth with messages with them before. But I can't just call somebody. Yeah. I mean, there's somebody that's making millions of dollars a year, and Brayden's like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, can I give That's you one cool. of my biggest dilemmas secretly? Because you bring it up and you seem very interested in like the knowing before I tell you the answer. Um, do you think I've never bragged about anything in my life? I don't think I'm never. good at anything. Never. I don't think I'm that kind of guy. I'm not. I'm You're not, not. I'm not gonna be like I'm awesome. But like, from a morality standpoint, do I not get a little bit of points for having millions upon millions of followers from all my older brothers and never once asking them to be like? Share the show. One hundred fucking percent. I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to be, I'm just trying to make it on my own. But like, you could call DD and say, "It would be nice to kickstart." You could call DD and say, "Share this shit on Twitter." <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and then five thousand people would say, "Hey, this is super fucking cool." When me and Lane were trying to buy a kangaroo, stupidest shit. You know what I mean? And like, I just, I, I, I don't want anything from them because I don't want them to think that's what I want. What I want and what I got from them is older brothers, people that come back for Christmas, that goes to Kings Island with you, that tell your secrets, you cry with. Yeah, dude, you've always been super genuine, dude, for sure. So, 
I don't know. Yeah, I just... Is I that not... I don't, I'm not trying to be selfish, but a piece of me would kind of be like, maybe I should just ask for help. I, I respect what you're doing. Hey guys, when I walked in here, obviously you guys didn't hear this. I walked in here, I told Brighton, I was like, dude, it's a fucking madhouse in here, dude. It's like Brighton's little studio. It's fucking pictures everywhere. I mean, dude, it's, it's like it's like Mark Zuckerberg. It's like Mark Zuckerberg's fucking apartment when he was at Harvard. You know what I mean? And he's just like, you come in here and it's just like, there's shit everywhere, but like, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Like one day there's going to be an idea right. and it fucking snaps. You know? Yeah. I, and there's a method to the madness. You so know what I, I mean? to answer your question from earlier... I, uh, there is a method to madness, and I'm going to cut you there because I love that quote. I'm just going to end it there. Um, I met Snoop Dogg once for like five minutes. And the only reason I got more than one minute was because my question baffled him. Because before Rolling Stones did a big article about it, I had read on the Willie Nelson fan page club the day that he really did record that track with Willie Nelson, and they were playing dominoes and smoking weed. And to this day, Snoop's like, Willie Nelson is the only person that outsmoked me. We just kept going, kept going, kept going. And eventually, I was like, I gotta stop. He stopped and, smoking weed. Yeah, but then he hits vapes and oil pens now because it's easier for his lungs because he's not staying unmedicated and i like that term. yeah <laughs> um, so they they get fried as fuck so already snoop's lost in that and then they play dominoes and willie nelson kicks the shit out of him in dominoes he never beats him so like that i when not when snoop dogg was at the reds game for the celebrity softball tournament and i was in the tunnels and i just saw him and i was like snoop and he was just like i was like oh, the best thing i could think of was did willie nelson really beat you in dominoes and he literally just stops. He goes, man, how do you know about that? And I'm like, did it really happen? And he goes, yeah. And he outsmoked me. And I'm like, you were outsmoked? And just that was like a white person could outsmoke Snoop Dogg. Yeah. The world. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, that was the coolest encounter. But like, I've met Pete Rose a few times. Um, I don't know. Like, Amir Garrett, Sal Romano, Robert Stevenson, Billy Hamilton, Didi Gregorius. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the names you would know. Donald Lutz, maybe Frank Fester, because he was on the show. Uh, just, I mean, all my older brothers, like they're all famous. What happened to, to Billy, somebody. dude? What, what, what's he got traded to the Braves? Yeah, I know, I know, I saw that. I just like he wanted to stay in Cincy. He did. He did stress. People that liked him, dude. Yeah, and you liked know what? You, you know whose fault it is? The Reds. I, I bet. Every time they get talent, they're like, "What if we?" What if we trade him? <laughs> it's like, oh, are you just gonna I mean, fuck it's this like, team up more? And this, and listen, I'm, I'm honestly. They traded Didi. Yeah, dude, listen, they could build up, they could invest a little bit more in their talent. In my opinion, you know, they, I, I just feel like they could do better to market the younger crowd because you see how much, you know, success Votto's got. And dude, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. His on base percentage every year is fucking <laughs> astronomical. I love that. So I don't, like, give, I don't a give a fuck what nobody fuck says. What nobody says about I'm not even. A, I'm not even a balls deep Reds fan. I don't give a fuck. But what you nobody still fuck says. with Votto, dude. Beast. Yeah. How'd you not fuck with him? Yeah. You know some of the stuff. Can I tell you a really funny story about Joey Votto? Oh, dude. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. So my older brother Frank. This is a, his story. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you word for word. He is traveling amongst the teams. This is him now as a therapist. But Votto and him technically played on the same team at one point because they were both at the Dragons at the same time. Okay? Yeah. So technically, they were capable of the same things. Right. And I still think Frank, if he really balled down, he would be as good as anybody else. But he just he's hes too smart to not use him in a smart job. Cerebral. Yeah. yeah. He's very woke. Yeah. Right? So he's traveling, and he sees Votto. Yeah. He's at the Red Stadium, and he's like, I never even try to come up to him, but like I just wonder if he would remember me from when we were on the team together. So he tries to come up to him. 
And he goes, hey, man, I'm not trying to, I know you just got out of the shower and stuff. I'm not trying to, you know, bug you. I know you got to get dressed. But, like, do you remember, my name's Frank, and, you know, we were on the same team with the Dragons, and now I'm the mental specialist. I just didn't know if you remember me. I was the, you know, I was the third baseman, sometimes catcher. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, um, yeah, man, I kind of remember. Yeah, 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 you were, uh, you know, so-and-so, Fister, right? Yeah, back and forth. And then as he's going, like, yeah, man, that's me. And he comes in for, like, a high five. Like, this is Frank. You be Vada, okay. right? Mike coming for the handshake. Well, actually, you be Frank. You come in for the handshake. I'll be Vado. So you come in. He's like, I just got out of the shower. I'll bump it. Because he's a germaphobe. I understand. He's 100% a germaphobe. And he like just got out of the shower. He's like, I'm not trying to be weird, but like I won't shake hands after a shower. And I'm like, that's okay, if he's just the locked. gayest thing I've ever heard. I mean, fuck, dude. They said Howie Mandel. You remember that guy? That just yeah, he's a huge germaphobe. He's gloves, dude. Um, you know what? It's funny you bring that up because on the Eric Andre show I was telling you about earlier, he was on there and Eric Andre just starts like digging up dirt under the fucking stage and he's like, you can see him getting uncomfortable and he starts pulling out just squids and yeah, and he starts last slapping him down and how he's just like... I wish you guys could see the look I just gave Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah just else utter... Alright, I've been dying to ask you this question. I don't mean to switch topic. Go what ahead. the fuck happened to the studio? Okay, what the so fuck happened to the studio? I don't really talk about it. They approached me, right state, okay. and they were like, hey... We have never been more ashamed to be affiliated with such an explicitly, basically retarded show. Like, they used a lot of other words, but it was, that's what they were saying. They were saying, this show is so fucking dumb, gross, we don't want it to be even, we don't want our name on it anymore. Backtrack me, how'd you land the show? Give me, I guess, give me a little bit of I walked in, like, when I'm my freshman year to the radio station because I'm just drawn to music, and I'm like, I like this place, what is it? And then I became an assistant director for production, uh, worked there free for a year, Got my show on air, got a paid position, and then our GM stepped down. Someone else stepped up, who I don't like, so I won't name him. Kind of a bitch. Takes rain over everything, starts firing people she just doesn't like. Eventually, I'm kind of like alone in the water. And then she's just like, your fucking show, and this, and this, and this. And I'm like, hey, those discrepancies, you can't call that bullshit. That's retarded. Like, just bull- just reasons to put on paper just to try to fire you and i'm like you know what because you're doing this like i could dispute all these and get away with it and stay here fuck you this is my exit interview sign the papers and i left dude you know i'm not gonna, sh- tr- I'm not gonna give you two and a half years of my life one of those years unpaid the other year not paid well and then be one of your second most listened shows almost every other month beside don smith the actual comedian's show that's there and I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just disrespect. I don't... hundred percent I'm not a bad guy. And it's I like, think... I've always tried to be a your nice talent human blows being. Up. What happens when your talent blows up and she's like, oh, dude, she, she could have not been behind that, but like, you know, if you blow up, she could have been like, fuck, dude, I was... I had a... I, I didn't have my hand house, in the pie, but I fucking... Helped. I was overseeing the shit. Do you know what I mean? That. Yeah. yeah. I Same know. on her, dude. Same on her. <laughs> it's nice now we're to doing say, a podcast that makes, out of a That bedroom. makes you think that um, you think it's going to blow up, and that's nice. Dude, I just think about us being 20, dude. You know, like, I think about where my parents were at and where other people were at when we're 20. Yeah. You know, dude, I, I'm selling the fuck out of some cars, dude. I, like, I, we were at a dealership, dude, and yeah. I went to high school with all these people. And listen, if anybody from my work is listening to this, dude, I fucking love my job, dude. It is, <laughs> it is the highest highs, lowest lows, dude. But listen, when you're selling cars, dude, you're in there. It's like, listen, if you could... 
if you could put the the Wolf of Wall Street, tone the dramatic down, obviously you're not snorting coke every day. <laughs> but, you, I mean, it is a very rough fucking environment, and it's not for everybody, you know. Somebody, I used to somebody listeners like, yeah, at, sell cars. A, at a car dealership being the IT guy and just seeing them do all that shit, I'm just like, Christ, I could never People are in there hustling, dude. Yeah, and it's like, a shark environment. Like, and you say I you like couldn't that. go on stage. I can't really do that. I hear Because you. you know why? I'm not really about money. Like, if it was up to me, I wouldn't really have any money, and I would be, like, Jimi Hendrix style, living beside Rivers with Abby and, like, just touring that way. But why money, dude, why but money like makes this? the world go round. So, like, until I can just have enough money to where I'm so rich, I don't even care if people steal a little bit, to where I could just be like, here's an investor, you take care of all my money, Abby, you get to oversee some shit because you're good at that, and then I don't even have to think about money, I can just have a card, I can do whatever I want, I can just write jokes all day, travel, talk to people, just be the best human being. Because... Bill Murray said it best. Like, the moments are the jokes. You know, just because you have money and a mansion and all this shit doesn't mean you're happy. That just means you're alone in a big house. Yeah. Go out in the world and meet a nice black jazz singer on the street and talk about the 80s. That'll make you feel nice. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just, there's too much life. And people are like, oh, I can't think of what to write about. Dude, just look out the fucking window. Robin Williams said it best. There's a whole world out there. Your cup overfloweth. Yeah. Dude, one thing that I've been thinking about is, you know, it's, I think it's, it's how you're raised, you know, like I'm not, you know, my, my parents love me, man. You know, they did what they could, but dude, my parents had me fucking early and I don't mean to go deep and dark on your show, but I obviously, dude, I've, you see, you know, going to element, dude, we was, me and Brighton's on each other's too as kids, dude. So we see each other and then not indirectly grow up, but grow up. And I see a new version of them and I'm like, this version's awesome. Well, no, I'm not trying to discredit you, but like, I don't think I ever had a bully. But if I ever had to name somebody as my childhood bully, I guess I'd pick you. Just because you were the it's only a shitty kid. fucking thing to say. I know. I'm sorry. Cause fucking you're so shitty nice thing now. to say. But like, no, you were the only kid I couldn't really make laugh. I could make everybody laugh, but you. And then you were always the kid that like, like I remember this to this day. Remember one time we were in the bathroom and you had said something really mean to me, and you could see it fucking offended. What a piece of shit. So you were like. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, you know, uh, none taken or something like that. And you were like, I love that. And then you waited till I said it again. I was like, none taken. And you're like, thanks. And then you fucking left. I was like, what an asshole. Like you come in, you be like, who's pooping? You're that kid that fucking hit the stalls. But now I see this version of you. You're a great person. Dude, I just used to feel so bad about it, dude. And as a kid, and I'm not trying to be like I was a woke individual. I had a but at a very person. young age, I could just tell like, oh, he just doesn't know how to express himself. No, yeah, that. But I, dude, it, home life sucks. Yeah. Dude, listen, when and you're that if transitions, you, to if school. you see a kid picking on kids at school, it's because he home has shit at home. Good. Sucks, dude. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man. I, I've always had this thing with me to where it's like, you know, I was raised off survival. Yeah. To where, as I can look at you, your parents loved you, dude. You know, you, you probably grew up in a nicer yeah. house. Like, dude, I grew up yeah. in a, a, no electric, like, no water. And, and, and here's you know? the weird thing. Like, it wasn't always great, but then, like, a piece of me thinks, and take it as you will, I think my parents want me to always feel guilty about being alive. What? And I know that's a hard sentence, but hear me out. What? Why else would you repeatedly, like, tell your child, like, you know me. Kinda now. And you're seeing me in this light. This is how I've always been. I have never really, like, taken shit for granted. But I've never been, like, a spoiled kid. I've just never really talked about any of it. I've just been existing. Like, never asked my parents for money. They would give it sometimes, but I would never fucking ask because I hate that. It makes me feel like I'm a sandbag on your life, right? right? So when your parents constantly tell you, like, you don't know how good you got it. I got soup for Christmas every fucking Christmas when I was a kid. Like, just hearing that makes you feel like, why are you trying to make me feel guilty? Because there's not... 
Yeah, dude, I've never been like fucked up. I, like I'm not trying to da- bash my sister, but she's terrible at opening Christmas gifts. This is one of my favorite jokes of my family, and all my family knows this. Like when I open a gift, it, like this Christmas, I got nothing but like toilet paper, soap, like shit like that. Because you're a grown ass man, and I'm like, this is great, yeah. thank you so much. And my sister's getting like Apple Watch. She goes, I didn't want this one. I would fucking never. <laughs> yeah, I, would I get never why you're say saying that. it to that bitch, <laughs> yeah. but I'm fucking nice. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I love my parents, but they're just, they're in the dark about so much and yet woke so quick. Dude, you're just so, you're just, you express yourself, you know? And I've never been good at, like, dude, I've always, and listen, I'm a very honest person. And I would like to one day not be like this, but dude, I'm the first, I used to be such a fucking goddamn liar. And so I'm not, I'm so honest I used to be a really bad liar. I'm so transparent now. And it's like, dude, I wish I could tone whatever i have going on down i just grew up on survival so like i care so much about money and i have to make sure everything's in line yeah and i wish i was i wish i could just tone it down express myself dude because i i dude nobody knows about my youtube channel i've been on youtube for seven years silently uploading uh, uploading videos Fuck i don't it, share my stuff place to do it i don't dude i don't even i don't even talk about my channel it makes you me should feel, tell you should tell about it now i haven't uploaded case. i haven't uploaded in years but it just well, makes me feel weird, dude, because I'll be on there like, hey, guys. You know you know how you sounded before. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I had TF2 videos. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. hey, guys, we're back to the playthrough. Dude, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm fucking watching, <laughs> but, like, that's I'm watching okay. Tobuscus doing happy yeah, like, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's just, dude, I wish I could be more self-expressive, you know? It's just like, I've always wanted to be a content creator. And like I told Brian before, dude, well, I've been balls deep in podcasts for five years. As a kid, I always thought I was really smart, but I just never really wanted to let people know I was smart. Because I think that's a skill, too, is to be treated like a dumb kid because you don't do much. If they know you're a hyper genius, they're going to treat you like that. And that's yeah, a little that's bit of work. true. Very so, true. So, me and Nolan believe in this. Play dumb. It gets you through life sometimes. And as a kid, because I was smart, I wasn't really good at anything because I wasn't physically great. I was good at golf, but that's not really a great skill I can take anywhere. But the one thing I always tried to be good at was be funny. Even before I realized I wanted to be a comedian, I was always just... Be funny. Because in my mind, if I, a eight-year-old, could generally make the parents, my friend's parents, when I'm sleeping over, like, not laugh, but, like, crack the fuck up, that's a skill like to me. Like you're sucking the air out of the room. Yeah, like, yeah, that's dude. a skill to me, to be able just to walk in the room and be like... Vacuum. Just, like, that essence <laughs> yeah. of, like, they know, like... Like, it, it's a weird sentence because I used to hate it of like why are you guys always going to say that? like oh Brighton's here yeah. I always hated that but now I'm like I love that and I kind of want more of that because I, I'm kind of recognizing it now especially when I'm back home when I when I walk in a room it's like it's just like I'm not trying to be like all eyes on me but like it's as if they're just waiting they know I'm going to see something it ridiculous yeah. something absolutely goddamn insane dude maybe that's a good thing though and I think it is now but as a kid it was hard to deal with because you think you're a freak or that you're I guess as a kid, when you're a jester and you don't know you want to be a jester, you think, oh, laugh at the clown, he's an idiot. But now that I want to be the jester out loud in mentally and spiritually, it's like, yes, laugh at the jester. That gets me paid and you're having a good time. And it's just different. You mature mentally and you take things different. And that's the whole point I like about anime because it shows progression. You know, everything you need in life is in anime. And I know that's the most weeaboo sentence, like a white kid that's never gotten laid, but <laughs> it's a good teacher. Like, okay, here, here's the example I give. I want to be the All Might of comedy. All Might in the show's title is literally the symbol of peace. His very existence puts crime rates down. Now, I'm not going to change the world like that, but I want my very existence want to make the world just a lighter, happier place. I want to be the guy that can walk in a room and say his 
fucking punchline. His catchphrase, All Might's line. No one else in the world could do this. And, like, like they do the whole global rankings. He's the number one hero in the world. I am here. That's it. I hear you. You're Just, just, just to be able to say, I am here, and everybody know who you are immediately. Yeah. That's a that's a powerful sentence, Caleb. You're right, dude. So, like, I want to be able just to be so fucking funny that everyone loves all my shit because it's so offensive, but it pushes brains, and it makes people more comfortable. I just want to walk into any grocery store and be like, I am here. And they're like, oh, shit, is that nigga? <laughs> like, I, I, like, I love urban crowds. Dude, you would love the Chris D'Elia joke where he's got his sunglasses on, and they're sitting in there, and he's like, he's like, Chris, it's fucking daytime, dude. Why do you have your sunglasses on? He says, Futures too, bright. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, dude. That, I don't be like, hate him, but I don't love him. But I will say, I like God, his. Funny, do you ever watch Workaholics? No. You really should. That's a great pillar of comedy. Really, one of the best achievements. I've heard it's good. I heard people like it. It was the show that white America needed for like white urban kids at home that like trapped and did drugs but didn't talk about it. Like it's for that crowd, and it's perfect. And, like, every episode they do a drug. And the first episode... For the suburbs. Yeah. And the first episode is a drug test. And I think that's hilarious. That is cool. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good comedy out there. I love stand-up specials, but, like, those same artists pour their work and life into, like, these shows that are just fucking pinnacles of humor. And I think comedy not grows and makes you smarter, but, like, you... Let me, let me pitch you this. If I tell you a long fucking winded joke, a story, and then the punchline, if, you're, if you don't get all the parts, the, the joke's not going to hit. So I you're feel right. like, to a degree... If you got the joke, you're almost smarter than the other guy that didn't because you know more about the world and got what the fuck every sentence meant. You know what I mean? But then the best comedians should just be able to make anybody laugh, even the dummies. So that's what the breeding ground I'm trying to find in between. Like the perfect jokes, always. That no matter who you are, you get it. Because it's simple enough, but it pushes you complexity if you think about it. Here's my thing with the uniqueness that, that you're doing stuff with, though. is Guys, I, by the way, I know we're all over the place, but... Here's, it's like here's, an acid trip run fast. Yeah, 100%. Here's what I noticed about about your stuff, though, is like, dude, you, whatever you write, you know what I mean? Like, whatever you write, and, and it's it's organic, like, whoever gets drawn from that is literally your eye. I mean, those people who are, are Yeah, my mom and dad are like, you know, why do you do this? Picking it's up terrible, and I don't like it. I'm like, maybe the show's not for you. Yeah, maybe I'm looking you. for the other kids that are like me. How old are your world? parents? 45 something. Dude, it's it's listen, it's an But I've had it's other eight, kids' parents being like, this is great. It's an 18 to 36 demographic. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. Okay. Just like just like a UFC, you know, a, it's a younger crowd. You know, like I tell my mom, dude, you know, and, and if I, if, you know, say I'm having a hard time or, dude, I, me and my mom are super tight, you know, if I'm going through it with my girl, anything, dude, I'll call my mom. You right. know what I mean? Just talk to her. You know, and I'm talking to my mom and, Oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Before this, <laughs> I completely lost my well, train here, of thought. We'll, we'll, we'll put them on a culture shock because it'll be, uh, uh, this is the perfect time because we already hit the 30 minutes. So please enjoy the music. We'll be back. Um, if not, and you don't like the songs, I guess skip through it. But at least you're here for the talking bits. Uh, this has been Brighton, DJ Disappointment. You're on with Caleb, and we'll be back in a second, you motherfuckers. Enjoy. Yeah. Riff rap alley when I boom flames 
drip the drive, venom with a new twang, same swagger, new fang, who's gang stagger with similar dirty worms, who occasionally cluster up the surface and observe, AR periscope, bash through the pterodome, zoom on a shark attack, clash till the thrill is gone, bark back fresh off the pharmacy counter downer pop, blame it on the overly aggy farming of power crops, dark wing with a pioneer gear, cropping the odds, with all the proper sprockets and cogs, a bounce with a set of sims, equipped with a foul shell moment, waiting for that great celebrity towel throwing and you niggas know what time it is preservation the national guard is me and asap rock stopping any operations against the fence tell us quick to dispense with foreign elements that gather and contribute to the decay straps will blaze map your root because asap is absolute delphi he practice shoot basket hoops capture food with lasso loops hip-hop needs two veterans such as us who ain't never scared terror dead off the tail tearing is aware of it therefore terror can take care of it okay 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 i bang on doors pay rent lamp and divert complaints grip clicker make rap music during commercial breaks darwin galapagos island evolution mutant through the one man species shaking leeches over pumas beached on the shores on whores and contaminator plate sprout trying to out the older alligator fade away make a stay please i chisel the missile gently blast when the wagon little finger kind of sends me Green earth bum, walk a rank plank, feet first plunge like Dell, keep the rugged bay under his thumb, ace keep the drum, keep pain under his lung, ugly, poofing old dog learns more than a rutley puppy. You better have appreciation for this, D.E.L., I'm so hungry man, I'm tasting the shit in the dirty, dingy basement abyss, and it's a bitch, just needle at you, like an itch. The only reason why I like to strike it rich is to be able to keep the flow, that's how deep it go. That was Preservation by ASAP Rock and the Wu-Tang Clan. A great little collaboration on their indie uh, album. Uh, I didn't introduce it because a song like that doesn't need no fucking introduction, but I'll explain it afterwards. And in between, what possible rock song could I pair with such a phenomenal rap song? Why only It's Too Late by Carol King. Not exactly what at all I thought you thought I would play, but I hope you fucking enjoy. If not, I guess skip through. Suck a cock! Stayed in bed all morning just to pass the time There's something wrong here, there can be no denying One of us is changing, or maybe we've just stopped trying And it's too late, baby, now it's too late Though we really did try to make it Something
Get back to the show before one of you at home catch one of these crazy right hooks. You crazy mother. Shut up. Hey, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Mid sentence. I just <laughs> we were ranting. I hope you enjoyed the culture shocks, and I'm gonna keep the rant going. And I just want to be that guy that like does crazy shit out loud, like says a funny sentence, like on the phone, fake, and it's be like, "We'll just get the abortion. I paid you already twice." Yeah. And then like some dude just comes home to his wife. Maybe they're secretly cheating on each other. They don't have a lot of equal ground and he's like doesn't really even do this like approach her and he sits down looks in the eye and goes i have a crazy story for you today and just for even a minute they're just he's telling it she's laughing they don't even know what's happening. he goes i don't know and they just laugh about it and they're talking that's what it's about just the connection making people feel comfortable because you know why you will feel like saying anything to your wife after seeing me do stand up for an hour because i'm going to talk about shit coming from butts i'm going to talk about abortions, I'm going to talk about religion, I'm going to talk about race, I'm going to talk about everything, and then you're like, hey, I don't really give a shit if you make spaghetti on Tuesday, I love you, let's never do that again. <laughs> Dude, so what are you actually going to school for? IT and cybersecurity, because everybody needs a day job, I guess, until the comedy starts paying. Yeah, 100%, that's what I was kind of getting at. I like... fucking hate it, and I hate every class, but really, I, I make it work, Really, I still go, you know what I mean? Yeah, how do you do in school? I just, I actually just finished with like uh, an A and all Bs. I, at the beginning of college, oh, it was really bees. rough because I was, I just, it, it was just hard and I was in the waters alone and I always at least had like friends to help classes, but you, like living with Lane and Austin, they just wouldn't help me with class half the time and I'm like, okay, I guess you guys can just suck each other's things yeah, and live. Fuck you guys. Like, I'm sorry. I tried to make it work. I, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I did everything. I tried and Shit. you can say I didn't, but I did. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> down that rabbit hole. Um... What do you, why do you listen to this show? Why? Like, dude, what, listen, what is appealing about this? Listen, the only, like, dude, you can even ask Carly. Like, I, I tried know, to I pick know, the I, best music. I've never put a song on the show I regret. That's at least one thing, because I didn't always start with music, but around episode, like, 15, I was like, let's just have culture shocks and music, and let's shock all the white people listening with, like, black gangster rap and, like, cultural music they've never heard, and just blow them away. Lil' Kim, I mean, everything. So, like, 
Well, dude, listen. I, I just like you. Like I said, you can ask Carly, dude. It's just. It's just. I mean, I don't. Me is like maybe just because you know me. I don't. From yeah. Back then. But I don't watch. I definitely because I know you. But I don't watch TV or nothing like that. I only watch podcasts. podcast guy. Yeah. I only watch podcasts. Like I go home, dude. When I get off work, I just go home. I put a podcast on. Audio and I, person. No, I watch. Well, I watch the video. well the video ones. Unless yeah, I watch the words, of course, it's yeah, just yeah, the yeah. audio. But I mean, this this is what I watch. I watch the fighter and the kid. I watch JRE, obviously, and I watch. Um, Fuck with oh uh, the brilliant idiots Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz the brilliant idiots I do those I, no, that's a good I love name. those I just like <sighs> and I love I, I also the armchair quarterback with Dak Shepard I just like like Rogan dude I just like when they talk about they're, they're older guys I like when they talk about their kids and like life and just stuff experience real dude. emotion real shit. and that's what I yeah. really try to like I'm not trying to be weird but like the reason I brought up the bully thing was because I always try to every guest I invite them for a reason. I'm never going to have anybody on this show that I don't like. Right. So, quoted, Hannah Wellman will never be on this show because she's a bitch and a cunt. Oh, my God. I don't even know who that is. It just doesn't matter. But just stress the point, fuck her. Okay. And while you were a bully, you reached out with one message and said, hey, man, I'm just letting you know that. That shit's badass, dude. I think your show's great. And while it's different, like, the fact that you're chasing your dream, and I don't know what my dream is, but I want to chase it, just that message was like, Wow, this maybe touched one person, and that was the goal. And holy shit, I think I just got the goal. Like I, I affected one person maybe with the show. Maybe they heard one thing in the in one of the episode rants, and they were like, "Wow, that really opened my eyes about something." Or maybe it pushed me to say something in my life that I needed to say out loud, or something like that. And when you, we, I mean, we just come back and forth, and now you're here on the show, and I just think maybe it'll change the world because maybe it changed you and you're enough to change the world anybody can change the world so if this changes any one pinball hit on your life that's enough for me to be like that was enough i really just plus it's not going anywhere i just like you may not start the show from the very beginning but like the earlier episodes are just like this i've kept it real 24 7 i just respect the grind dude you know like i uh car sale you know i relate it back to what i do dude car selling dude i work nine to eight yeah every day you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're making your own money in there. And if you're not walking, jiving, talking to customers, networking out there, you're not making any money. And you're on here sharing, promoting your podcast, doing what you can, putting yourself out there. Like it but or not. But it's also like it's hard there. with podcasts and like this kind of stuff because you also don't want to be an annoyance and be that guy. Because you can overstep your boundaries now on social media posting and people will just yeah. turn off that way. But who's got who's got the balls to even post? It's like, hard. who posts video? Like, okay, there's this guy, Austin McKinney. We all call, call him Skinny. Dude, I respect Skinny so <laughs> fucking much, dude. And listen, that's because Skinny puts himself out there. Yeah. Dude, Skinny, it, it, dude, he just, he, he, like, I, I get nervous to make videos at work. I don't know why. I, I don't know why if I feel like I put a Facebook video out, people are going to be like, I have no idea what I even think in my head. Yeah. But, but I know there's people that can relate. Yeah. You know? And it's like skinny dude will just hop on there and make a video. My buddy Steven Lakes, they'll just hop on there and just chop it up, Talk. dude, make videos, and they're yeah. a, a fucking beast. And like my thing, I've always wanted to make content, dude. I used to, when I was a kid, you know, when I was in middle school and beginning of high school, I used to watch a lot of like gameplay commentaries. So yeah. people would play. Uh, I game always thought I could just do that. Commentary. Yeah, just be one of the fucking gamers. Just because I was entertaining enough to just make it funny. Because I even told you when we were hanging out, like the, the style of. The two styles I've tried to master of comedy are rambling and narrator. I can narrate anything because anything's funny, and then rambling, keep talking till it's funny. Those two com- combined, I think, are unstoppable. Exactly. And, dude, I my thing is, you know, I've been talking to my girl about making a YouTube channel, and it's like, I would do it just out can of the Can I ask you a funny question free? if you're uh, willing to talk about your sexuality open enough? Would you, because it's this need to make content, 
Would you make porn and just go faceless? Oh my, dude, I would go face in. <laughs> I put my name on it, dude. I told, I told Carly before. You I wouldn't said, have a porn name, dude. It, Long John Silver, dude. It doesn't matter what my porn name would be. Listen, I would have a GoPro strapped to my fucking chest, dude, and it would be. Because I'm not trying to be that guy, central. but right now you're one of the most. Your relationship is one of the most sought after porns, which is Ebony, which is a white boy and a black girl. That's yeah, dude. It's my favorite. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hear so like, I don't know. Maybe that's a way you can fill that desire for yeah trying to create content. Because so I don't, I don't judge anybody who makes porn. I mean, me and Abby record stuff sometimes because it's just fun to send to each other, and it's like, I like a good vlog too. Somebody who's a beast at vlogs who has a nice music backdrop in, but they keep the vlog flowing and yeah. it's like a fun inner dude. I fucking like a good. Maybe vlog you should just too. Twitch stream. Because not all Twitch streams are games. I got Some put of it's off. Just... I got put off by Twitch streaming because I don't like shit that's really trendy. And I know I watch a lot of billionaires, and I you know I'm real big on Grant Cardone because of the car selling and the marketing. Right. And obviously the the guys that are big wigs, big company dudes, they have to catch trends early. And I'm not a trendy guy because I don't want to do something if you're doing it. And like I you know I, I, get I was that feeling. me and Brighton was talking off air for a minute, you know, and I was telling him I was like, dude, you know. But I also say this: if you love something your whole life, and then all of a sudden that's what everyone's doing. And then you're like, I don't want to do this now because everybody... But if you still love it, don't abandon something you really do love because somebody else loves it. If anything, look at it as a equal admiration. And if anything, that's nice to me because then at the end of the day, we're not shooting and killing each other. We're loving maybe the same anime. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's the most equal you can be with somebody. I just, I don't know, dude. I just don't like to... I used to follow the sheep when I was younger. And I don't like to... You know, dude, I, I moved away. I moved out of town, and I'm just by myself all the time. And, like, dude, it's very important to, like, learn yourself yeah, before you kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of psychedelics. They fly out of the country and do psychedelics in Amsterdam. Dude, Ari right Shapiro now, Colorado has it. Like, like, people do that so you learn who you are. Because psychedelics makes you literally, like, 360 your eyeballs into your brain almost mentally and spiritually and allows you to access all this information. And you really are like, oh, this is who I am. And you really are like, and that's how, I mean... You know, that's how some people are like, I'm a this, I'm a that. Dude, people go to Thailand and see shamans. Like, yeah. the comedian Ari Shafir will go to, you know... Yeah, I fucking th- love that. I really want to go to, like... Go like, to I'm some not a religious guy, but I'd dude. love to go to, like, Buddhist temples and see the monks and do yeah, all that. that'd, that'd be, be cool as fuck. Yeah, that'd be cool as hell. I'm, dude, I'm fucking weird. I, 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 tell, I tell everybody like the weird that. Like, I don't, I don't golf now, but still, I would love to just go to Scotland and Ireland and play their golf course, because that's where golf started. And they're the most beautiful courses on the earth. I'm so worried about going out of the country. I'm not. I don't know why. I think it's a lot of media stuff that puts it in your brain that it's dangerous. And really, it's it's really not. They just, if you leave, you're not spending money in their country. I just don't know how to navigate. Like, you touch down, dude. Yeah, but if you don't really have an agenda, are you lost? Yeah, you're right, dude. I don't know. If you're there, I'm just a real, I'm a real person. If you're on a vacation, you go somewhere. Are you ever really late to anything? No. Being there is a gift right, in itself. Right, right. And if you're like, I want to go do this, and you're like, I don't know where I am. Okay. Enjoy the things around you. Explore more. Get more lost, because you're not actually lost. You're just in a different state. And at the end of the day, you can always just be like, boop, home, GPS, whatever. Enjoy it. Life is the gift. Just keep doing it until you don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I went to, went to Gatlinburg a... Uh few months ago and uh, the most spontaneous thing i did we just hopped in the car and uh i was like we knew we took like a certain interstate to head there so i just hopped on i was like all right i'll just hop on the interstate and you know pull up the navigation i was like 
I don't care how long it is. Fuck it, we're going. We're in yeah. Gatlinburg. We're probably close enough. Me and Abby, it's when a we're four hour fucking drive. Yeah, when we were driving our truck back, she was like, "Do you want to take the fast route?" And I was like, "We can take the toll roads because it's by the mountains." And we just saw all the fucking. Mountains. I mean, I slept for a lot of it, and I know she'll call bullshit if I don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I slept for most of it. But like, it's, it's still beautiful, thing. and just to be there and do that, and just to go to Florida with her, and like, when she was like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I feel like we gotta do this," and I was like, "We don't have to do a goddamn thing." Being in a different state with you, the person I love the most in my fucking life. That's enough of a gift. That's an like that's an, and now you're saying we can go to a beach all of a sudden. Let's just do that. We'll be there until we're like we don't want to be here anymore. Let's go to a donut shop. Oh, I'm I'm done being here. Let's go to a fucking boardwalk. You know what I mean? Like just go around because. And Nolan said it best. My one of my best friends. He said, "I'm not big on buying gifts for Christmas. I'm big about buying moments. Let's make a moment happen. Let's let's have just." 30 seconds of like, holy shit, this is a blissful existence of I'm glad me and you know each other and I'm glad this has happened. And that's why I have the show. That's why I stress that. Money's not buying that, dude. Money don't buy that shit. Yeah. It does. Money helps you make those moments happen. But like really the people are what make them special. How do you feel about when people like, and, and realistically, I mean, take it, I mean, completely serious. How do you feel when people say money doesn't make you happy? Because I feel... It doesn't. I don't think. Dude, I... I it just it. makes life easier. But, like, then when people just only have money, I think they finally see, like, oh, like, I can There's buy There's more as to many. the soul Like, that you'll I have need. sex. You can buy as many whores as you want. You know what I mean? Like, you'll have bliss. You can buy drugs. You'll have fucking fun. You can go on yachts. But, like... God, would you rather be sad? It doesn't than satisfy the feeling of sitting down or with a, a person race. that you can tell your deepest secrets to, cry in front of, know that you can co- totally go to limp in their arms, and know you're not going to get stabbed in the back or robbed, and all you're going to hear back is "I love you." You can't buy that. You can't buy that connection, dude. You're definitely right. So, like, right. money will make you happy, and life will get easier. But that's not what it's about. That's why I told my parents, I was like, I don't even care if I make money in life. I just I just want to have fun and, and just make people happy. Dude, maybe they look at the stand-up thing like you're looking at it as like an income source other than your passion. Like maybe they think you're looking at it to strike big when really like... And I tell them, like, you're I'm just not doing dropping this out of college. I'm do. still doing this bullshit. I hate it, but I'm fucking doing it. You know what I mean? And you're like, going for your degree, you're paying your bills, and you're yeah. just simultaneously fucking chasing your dreams. I just chasing wish somebody dragon, maybe heard it and saw the potential it could be and was like, I love it so much, I'll do most of the work for him. But that's not gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dee Dee, holla at your oh, boy. God, I'm not gonna <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, even, I'm really nervous for his episode. No. I, I know so many places I could take it. I mean, I'm scared. I've share? never cried on the show. I'm scared I'm gonna cry on the Dee Dee episode. Because, and I'll show it to Ooh. you in person, because I show it to most people, but the logo of the show, of course, is my tattoo. And Dee Dee fucking is the reason I have this tattoo. Like, it's he's bad. my older brother. It's like half a Ferragamo we, logo. We played every single God of War together. Laughed over every single one, replayed them together, gawked over the new one. You guys played the new one. Yeah. God, oh my god, so that's good. the logo of the new it one. It was so good. And it was fucking masterpiece. Oh, dude, was, was I mean, so I mean, good. and just, just. I'm fucking paddling the whole time, the water like this. That whole tremendous. time, you're gonna look at that situation in a, com- in a comic book way and say, "Okay, all I see is a black guy and a white kid playing video games. Why can't you just give it to me, America? Why can't you just say?" There's two brothers having a good time. Why can't it be that bonding? That's why is it got to be? What else is it? Why is it got to be that we have different genetics? Me and my sister have different genetics. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter who, where you. Can. That's why I love one like like the whole fucking concept of. I almost spoiled it because I I almost called it something else. All might. 
he's like he, his big thing is like it doesn't matter where you got your quirk from because that's what they call superpowers in the show because it's an anime about superheroes. Um, it doesn't matter where you got your quirk from. Your origin literally doesn't matter. It's how you use the quirk. Right. And it makes sense. That means more to me. And then One Piece also follows with you know Luffy doesn't have any biological family, but he has two older brothers, Sabo and Ace. And they all meet each other as baby, essentially children, and they just are orphans together, and they're just kicking ass as orphans, hustling, doing that shit in the jungle. They live together for years. Just These fucking to... anime dudes are on here hustling? Yeah, like, what? there's a new anime about gangsters, and it's like mobs and shit. And it's I'm called, like, this is it called... Gangsta. Oh, I thought it was called Boondocks. Yeah, Boondocks is <laughs> yeah. amazing. The new, I mean, did you know they're coming back in the new season? Yeah. But do you know who... So, the... Reese Witherspoon, I think, is the man who died, right? Or is that the... It doesn't matter. Is that a female? Hold on, is that a female? I actress? thought. Yeah, I was like, if Reese Witherspoon is the female I'm thinking of, she is the replacement. But the, there's like one older black woman. Isn't it like John set. Witherspoon? Isn't that his name or some shit like that? I don't remember what Granddad's name was. I love the comedian in Friday. He was in Friday. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and dude. I think his name's John. Granddad for fucking yeah. Regardless, the Funny I think I think she's gonna be the voice, his sister, or the, the 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 actress that sounds just like him is taking over, and they're gonna live with their aunt now. And I because. That's good to me because it really was like one of the first black animes besides like Afro Samurai and like you know shit like that. But I digress. Um, the reason I bring it up is because it doesn't like it. Just I, I'm not trying to bash Family Guy and people who like it, but like it it's not hitting the same G spot mentally for me because I'm a complex person. Like okay, you can make a dick joke and I saw the punchline coming and I know the premise of the episode, but like with an anime, you have no idea where it's going. You never can predict the story. There's always the three big things in every episode. Sex, humor, and action. Those are always in every episode. Because anime is just open about big titty bitches. They're open about humor and complex humor. And they're open about inspiring you, giving you a story and characters you really can see. This is this is definitely popular among some people. Family Guy, just the, that humor just it's hits. Easy, it hits a very right broad middle audience. America comedy. Yeah. It's something you can play. I get it. It's a moneymaker. But it's not for me. I hear you. I hear you. I just can't sit down and watch. I can't sit down and watch The Simpsons, but I love oh, Futurama. I, Simpsons can. There's suck just my if you, dude, like Rick and Morty's great. There just has to be complexity. And like, I don't think, dude. I don't think none of that shit's funny. If you want to be honest, I don't think none, of, dude. I don't. A lot of it has its moments. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't because know. maybe, maybe you watched it when you were younger. But if you really do sit down, no phone, pay attention, rewatch some of those older shows that I would say are better than others. Like, a lot of the jokes hit harder because you get more of their sentences. Like, a lot of it, I don't think we got as kids. You just kind of got, you're like, uh. But, like, if you listen to it now, you're like, that's fucking Maybe funny. Maybe four hours like, deep on Sunday. Like, I can't tell you how many Bill Cosby jokes they made in Boondocks. Think of how much funnier those are now. Yeah, I hear you. I, I do hear you. Like, ah. Uh, I hear you. I don't know. Like, like I rewatched Seinfeld completely 100% through recently. Fucking Phenomenal. I watched it as a younger kid, didn't really get it. Because you just don't really get the overlying themes and the silence and the awkwardness. Because you're a kid and you're like, my dick feel funny when I see swimsuit models. Like, you're not yeah. you're not as complex. You haven't developed. Fucking numbskull. But I think comedy and adult humor progresses the brain. Because in order to get the jokes, you have to think more. Definitely. And Abby feels weird about when I say this, but I'm like, I'd love for my kid. Like, I don't want my kids to be watching Elmo. Yes, they have to learn, but when they've got it, and I think they will at a young age, I'm just going to, I don't give a shit, watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force, watch, if you don't get the jokes, that's boom, fine. Boom, Step Brothers. Yeah, boom, Step Brothers, yeah. whatever, like, just watch the, 
pillars of comedy because their purpose was not to offend you and teach you bad things. The purpose of these things, comedies, is to make you fucking laugh, you goddamn animals. Anytime people get offended, I'm like, they're not trying to offend you. Some are, and they've lost touch with their roots. But, like, most comedians are just trying to make you laugh. They're just normal people guessing on what they think you want to hear to make you laugh. I am here to say, I don't give a shit what you want to hear. I'm going to say what I think's funny, and I'm going to keep going until you laugh. And if you don't, it's fine. Because at the end of the day, Frank Reynolds says, says it best, my favorite quote in Always Sunny. He says, I don't care that they don't like me banging whores. And I don't care that they don't like that I boil my denim. I don't care that they don't do coke. And they don't have to like anything about me. Because I don't need those kind of people in my life. I want those people that like me for me. And just hearing that, just those really weird three things and a million different weird things about him in the show, as weird as he is, he just wears it. He literally said, you know, I'm older, I'm going to die soon, I'm just going to get real freaky with it till then. And he just keeps getting weirder. And, like, I love that because, like, just embrace you. That's the whole point of the quirk system in My Hero. Their powers are them, and the more you train it in you, you get better. You just become better versions of yourself. Lean into your own strengths, essentially. If you could draw one comic that'd be your most inspiration? Dave Chappelle. Easily. Every single day after National Trail High School, I'd get home, half of Crank Yankers would be on, and I would get to see that on Comedy Central, and then I would get to watch all of Dave Chappelle. He's so Ch funny. Ch He's the best. I would see a little bit of his stand-up, and then the Chappelle show would come on, and then they would usually play his weed movies. And it was just... I, I never looked up to a comedian more in my fucking life. And then one day my dad's like, you know he lives in Ohio, right? That broke my world. I was like... He's so close. I was he's like, at the top of the mountain. Talent came from here? Dude, this bum, yeah. fuck, Amish, loving, stupid-ass, Republican, dick-sucking state? Christ! And, they're, and hold on, and they're calling you saying, what are you doing with your jokes? <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's at the top of the fucking mountain, dude. I, yeah. He took a four. What, four like year he's layoff? my all might. Listen, if that makes sense. The, the Chappelle show was coming out in what the er, the early two thousands. Yeah, it's fucking twenty twenty, and that shit's so fucking funny still. It's it harder, it's so hard, dude. Yeah, it it's harder because now I'm like I love the Wu Tang the Clan. The controversial jokes and now I are see how much now. he affiliates himself with the Wu Tang Clan and how much they put his name in their songs. It's like I'm trying to make it stand up like Dave Chappelle, and I'm like, whoa! Yeah, like I'm dude. like, yeah, yeah. Because like. Like, quote, Dave Chappelle, that's one cool nigga. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I just... Having black older brothers and hearing a black person say it's totally okay for the right white people to say it if they mean it in the right way. You know what? I think I fucking am. I think I love the culture. I think I fucking have a Biggie and Tupac poster above my computer. I think I generally, when I first, like, heard Biggie's albums, for the first time, because I grew up on records and vinyl and listened to 60s and 70s music in my basement. Like I just didn't have a phone. Like I didn't. Ha I didn't listen to Kanye because I couldn't. You know. What I mean? know that. And like, here's, I, the, here's like, the I thing didn't about... mean to be not mainstream. It just wasn't an option. And this is what I, I didn't understand. have neighbors. This is one I thing I don't understand core. from our hometown is yeah. like the people that are like racy. I don't even. Th it's it's. I don't even think like that. Yeah. Like I don't think like no. I dude, it's fucking 2020. Who thinks black? Who gives a? Who right. thinks that? The issue who I'm saying it's it? not our field of woke-minded people. Even like the kids our age that I my girlfriend's Honduran, dude. Yeah, I don't like the, the 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 when it comes to religion, we don't see eye to eye. I get that stuff, and that's issues. But like when it comes to race and stuff like that, like no one in our age, it's literally adults. It's literally all the fucking adults that are from our hometown. There's just slight hints of racism everywhere, and it's and it's terrible. Dude, I hate And it's all it's from so the older generation. They act gross. like the it's Republicans gross. are like, oh, it's, it's, we're just waiting on for you religious fucking 
racist old fucks to die off and we'll be better off. I'm sorry to say that, but you know what? You have to shed some skin to be a better humanity. And right now, this old skin is looking pretty fucking old and racist. Like, I don't think any new clan members are really going to happen. I, I think once all these new ones, or these old ones die off, I think it's really just going to snub out. Do you stay away from politics on the show? Because I don't really talk about I really don't. I don't. Like, like I've it. never brought up the impeachment, and it's happening. Uh, because you know why? Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Here's my thing, though. Like, yeah. I don't... I can't change I don't the pick, day. I don't pick Democrat or Republican. Opinion, you know what I say? There shouldn't be an establishment. I hear you. Makes I don't sense. think you should just have these words like you're a liberal and that's a side well okay hold on maybe i'm because it does divide maybe my people. name's john and i grew up for 18 years as a methodist and then my mom dies and then i abandon religion and then i live my life in science and i develop hardcore advancements into like abortion science and i save women's lives to respect my mom's ideology of protect the fucking vagina because maybe that's how she was okay, if you and then and then some white fucking rednecks like you're a fucking liberal you won't kill babies it's like hey man maybe my mom died and I'm doing this for her yeah. maybe you shouldn't fucking label it like that listen if you could if, think about how many maybe there's a backstory is what I'm saying think about how many people we have in our country what other country does it what country do you think if you don't like how we divide our people who does it right Think, think about the mass population as well. I mean, not a country that has... What do you fucking... mean, right? Like, should we divide them? What do you mean? Well, I mean, compared to how, like, I mean, like, a, how a United States government is in a Russia, you know, right, who, right, right. who does it right, in your opinion? Oh, you what gotta, government you gotta, does it right? You gotta think about um, the mass of people. I like Canada's government. God, that guy's such a pussy, dude. I know, but I like their whole idea of, like, okay, medicine should kind of be free. 100%. And weed's legal here now. 100%. And we're pretty nice everywhere. 100% also. And, and I don't really give a shit about anything else, because that's only my three. Are you nice to everyone? Do you have weed? And what the fuck are your laws about guns? I'm sorry, but it scares me. I need a gun. Yeah, and I'm and I'm fine with it. But I don't like that, like, while they can have guns, and they don't really, like, it's an option. They don't take it away from you. And I have Canadian friends, and they're like, yeah, I could get a gun if I wanted. Like, oh, I, yeah, it's I a lot of just bullshit media from your country, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. Um, but, like... I don't like that our country is now a place where we feel like we need a gun and now we need to, like, sport it out. Like, you need to see it and Don't you feel so it. uncomfortable when you I, see somebody... Because you know why? Carry. I'm a pacifist. I wouldn't even dream of hitting you in the face with a fist, let alone taking your life with a gun. What the fuck? Like, I, I don't yeah, get I'm a, that. I'm a, I'm a psychopath, so I, I definitely... <laughs> I'm a murderer. Opposite. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. will kill you. I'm Dexter. Anyway... Dude, it does. I was at fucking Dairy Queen last year, and I I just cannot forget about this, dude. I I've been around guns forever, dude. You know, and what I, mean? I have too. I my have, my I have dad hunts. My sister has a gun. I just I'm not comfortable with it in my hands, and I think I should get that right. And right now, compared to any other country, it's kind of okay to say that out loud, and you don't get bashed. But in America, if you're like, I don't like guns, it's like a bad sentence. I get that that what the Constitution said. You have the right to bear arms. Here's my thing. Should. I'm a white dude. I see a sketchy white dude with a gun open carrying. I fucking feel uncomfortable, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Listen, I saw this fucking lovely bones looking weirdo. <laughs> Old fucking man. You know, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Old fuck carry a gun and, and into a... Ah, fuck. I... I hope nobody from work listens to this. Anyway, in the world, and I was like, and I was like, I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, because oh, you don't want to say. Because then if you we, ask, we turn. Like, oh, I have my open concealed, blah blah blah, and you're like, I don't want to start this talk. Dude, you know what I think about at work all the time. You know, like like some people get mad at their own credit score, and I know I probably shouldn't talk about it. Some people get like, say you have a shitty score, yeah, and like, dude, listen, ah, fuck, nobody cares about this. Uh, a a set a six eighty credit score and a five ninety is way the fuck different. 
You okay. know what I mean? And it's like, say, say you got that 590 credit score, but you want what the 700 credit score's got, and you don't get that, and then you get all mad. Dude, you still have a better credit score. No, people come in there yelling and shit. I'm like, dude, somebody comes in here shooting. Dude, Shoot we're up. fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. We're so fucked. Like, does anybody have And it's any, crazy. I even scary think, thing about that. And, and a piece I went to, just, listen, dude, I went to Dennis Middle School, and there was a shooting there. A kid went in there with a gun. I know you heard about that. Yeah. I dude, did. I went to fucking middle school there, dude. Damn. That's nuts. Could you imagine that happened at Trail? That hits that hits home, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? That because hits super so hard on us. It would be so dramatic. Dude. And I get it. But, like, oh, crap. That's why I'm like, what? I know you want the right to bear arms, but, like, at what price is it just not worth it? Just, like, and here's my claim. I yeah. need guns, dude. I know, but, like. I need guns, period, I know, dude. I know. I just, like, I love. And the, I respect the I love difference. the Dacia Pelvic about dude. it. And I think, I don't know where it comes from, because I just love, the, he's like. America, should we do it? And it's like, yes, Every if every black person tomorrow goes and tries to get a firearm, they will change the law and they will just take away our guns and then we'll all be safe because no one can shoot each other. And I'm like, damn, that, thing, that makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Why can't we say this? Why can't we say we're a racist country? We may be one of the greatest countries compared I just don't think to this, I, whatever I don't, you're comparing it to, I guess. Dude, but I don't like, think we I'm are, not trying to be dude. that guy, but like, we are a racist country. I think we're we a lot more forward. We... I think we're the most forward than any other. Okay. I hate saying this terminology. I hate saying a terminology. Maybe let me let me frame this before I let you spiral. I don't mean right now racist. Oh, okay. I was gonna say yeah. I'm I just, saying I we are the most historically racist country. Germany had its bad yeah. shifts, but you know what? We started on a fucking boat. How many people they killed in Germany, dude? Before that, I agree about the think about Americans. this. I, 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 I was I like, dude, I was like, we we show up and we're like, hey, you're Indians. You're right, dude. And they're like, God we're Native dude. Americans and we're actually Cherokee and all these actual right words. God damn Because I'm not even like saying Indian. Like Native American is at least better. You know what I mean? Because they're not from India and we genocided them to take their shit. Because what are they gonna do? Because we had tech. Just because you have better technology doesn't mean you should do whatever the fuck you want. You should. Take it with harmony and balance. We're going extinct. Dude. So, so we God build. So we build on all these fucking burial grounds, and we're like, "Fuck you! We don't give a shit about your land. You don't get anything. We'll name a baseball team after you and make you a fucking mascot. We ship over millions of black people and treat them like fucking objects, and then a few woke-minded people fight for years to get them worth three fifths of a person, then to be fucking full person." Then, imagine being a woman during all of this, and you're treated like an object until, like, the 1800s, and you kind of get a say. For thousands of years, you're a fucking bitch, and that's all you are? No. You're a person with thoughts, and you were forced to keep them in? That's why I think girls are smarter over years. They just had to keep all this mental shit in for developing. What over about the, years. the Vikings that would come to a village of five thousand people and t- rape and pillage? <laughs> like that's happened everywhere, Mongolia with China, like everywhere. But I'm saying, like, I'd say everything we have is because of shit we've done that's maybe not right. I mean, I'm not saying ending a war is a bad thing, but like dropping two nuclear bombs on a fucking country is not the way you send a message. That's the way you permanently damage a culture for all of time. That's when you introduce radiation to their genetic system. You're not thinking about the genetic repercussions of all these unborn children. I know that's a hard sentence, but like every action has a repercussion. You just can't do it because it seems like you want to be the big dick swinging motherfucker. Maybe you should be the small dick guy that says, hey, I love you. 
But and that's, I'm that. sorry that Fuck. shit we don't see the eye to eye. Fuck. But you know what? I may not fucking <laughs> you do everything with you, <laughs> but I'll respect you and let you do it in your own land. That's why One Piece is islands. They just they, people do different things on different islands. But you know what? None of the other islands are trying to blow up or destroy any of the other islands because they're like, if you don't like Ice Island, go to Fire Island. If you don't like Fire Island, go to Whore Island or Cake Island. I don't give a shit. Go find your island and live there. Okay, you can visit, and then you can be one of the guys that visits every island. Here's my piece, okay? But no one's asking you to fucking shit on somebody because they're just doing other shit. I hear what you're, and I hear what you're saying. You know how you say you're a pacifist? Yeah. That is a pacifist way of thinking, and yeah. I, like I said, dude, I fucking respect it, dude. I, right, right, I, right, like right. I said, I want to be, I want to be close. But it's a dangerous. I want to be clo- I want people in my life that are different than me because right. I respect it. Here's my thing: you have to send a message, yeah, because you can't listen, dude. The USA is the baddest, the baddest motherfuckers on the fucking planet. Right. Nobody's gonna fuck with us, dude. If you kill one American life, dude, you're paying blood. Your people are paying blood. Civilians are not. Dude. And you're I like that there's blood. that brotherhood ship. But at the same time... Think about 9-11. Why can't we say Listen, this? think about 9-11. There's no race when it comes to 9-11, dude. We're one. When James well, got assassinated, because of that. we're one, dude. Yeah, and that happened. But like, but, but I'm like, talking about blacks and whites in our country. Typical 9/11. USA shit, dude. We are one, dude. That's why I worry about Trump. I never get political. That's why I worry about Trump saying all this shit. I don't. I ran only because. Listen, I'm not a big Trump supporter, but only the only shit you see in the media about Trump is negative, dude. And it's like not all the shit he's doing is negative. You know what I, I mean? I would actually contradict because I work at WHIO and listen to so much, so much of the Fox News. People are watching the other side. I promise, dude. And I hear you, but dude, he's not doing all bad. You know what I'm saying? I, dude, I, yeah. I don't know. I like what he, I, dude. The whole people are, are upset about the whole General Soleimani shit, dude. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he was he was plotting on killing American lives. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Right. And the other general, dude. You have to do that. I get it. And then Iran, you know, drops those fake bombs. It's because you're not fucking with us. Yeah. We're t- we're t- we're we're taking you out. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and I I do get what you're saying, and maybe right. I'm a little bra- just, a little more aggressive with what I'm saying. I dude, I agree. No, you shouldn't. But if you're plotting on us, I have this weird kind of honestly. This it's is a personal. big ego thing in the world that everybody feels like they need to be the top dog. But what if? And this is the pitch I'm Fuck, saying. You're right, dude. I have this. I got, if you can't... got something for me, I got something for you, mind. Yeah, that's so toxic. And I hate it because why can't we finally just say, hey, uh, the world, this is America. We know we've been pretty fucking racist in the past because it's been proven million times over that we're pretty fucking racist we had entrapment camps for fucking chinese people that wanted to come and do like new york like at what point more do i need to be like we made, we people, are dude, we made people build the fucking railroads and we and would blow them, them up in there it, it pains me to think that if Fuck if, up, if we took a time machine me and my brother dd back to wherever and at one point he couldn't be treated like the same as i can be treated which is a straight white male which has been the dominant thing for the all of time which i don't get why I get, I get why some people think it is, but, like, what's so great about the straight white male? Like, at least, like, uh, God, why are, I like why are we the alpha male? You know, you know how we're talking about this stuff in America? Dude, Car- dude, my girlfriend's from Honduras, dude. Right. You get your fucking hands cut off over there. Yeah. We just watching, and this is definitely, like, Sierra Leone, but we just watching Blood Diamond last night. That's a fucking, that shit, that's is real life. Dude, that's I, a, I started watching a little it, bit, but it was long. That so is a fucking it. tremendous movie, okay. dude, and it's on Hulu right now. But it's like, dude, those kids, there's nobody harder on their own race than their own race. Yeah. You know? Like, you can see whites be real hard on other whites, but, dude, th- like, those kids that are being forced by the warlords to dig in those mines, yep. 
those are the same people. Yeah. Being hard, like enslaving. It's each not. Other. Yeah. And yeah, in that movie, yeah. they preach that this is not slavery. That they are they they have abolished Community. the white man, and that this is not. It's slavery. like, dude, it is slavery because it's a human life dominating another human life. And, then, and that's what that's what you listen, can't bridge right to after them. he says that he says abolish the white man. There is no more slavery. We are all brothers. But that guy's carrying an AK, pointing at people. What about Jewish they, slaves? The guy puts, in Egypt listen, for the guy, years. The guy puts a dime in his mouth and he shoots him right. and he says. We are all brothers, and then he says some shit about him taking the diamond. But it's like, there's shit right now that's happening. Like Carly said in Honduras, dude. Like she, like she can't go there. Yeah, you know what I mean. And she can't sucks. go there and take her phone or like, yeah. dude, they'll run up on you, dude. They'll take. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. She says over there they hold people ransom for their houses, their children. If you don't give me your house, your title to your house right now, I'll kill your whole family. Jesus, that's real, dude. Yeah. And that's why I hate it, because I'm like, we're at this toxic state of, like, everybody... Like, if we just start helping everybody, that stuff stops because you're being helped, and all of a sudden your country helps everyone else because they're at a point to help. Community is so we are We are technology... Bernie, I don't, I don't fucking advocate for anybody, but I did like what Bernie said the other day. He was like, we are a country that is advanced. Right, 100%. Let's act like it and help everyone, because we can. Why is healthcare not free? I'll never Cause understand you, that. Because you know why? I'll never there's money that. to be made off cancer. But people that are making money off cancer are scared that they won't be able to jump on the new bandwagon of the triple times the money that cannabis will make in the country. Me and my buddy talked about that the other day, and I was like... I, the biggest I did, rival I to the cannabis industry is cancer and opens. And now that we're even seeing cancers fighting, or weed is fighting cancer cells in California and places like that, opids are the only lobbyists left to fucking stop it. And well, dude. even now, so many kids are like, fuck Xanax, fuck all this, because young rappers are dying that they like to these pills. They're like, hey, maybe we should fucking say something. Think about the big, like the big pharma picture, like the big tobacco, like how Juul CEO said he's going to step down and like not step down, but quit making all the Juul pods and shit like that. That's probably big pharma. You gotta think. There's a. There's the. You gotta think biggest picture. I think it's actually our government. It's, a little it's, bit. It, no, it's probably mean? big tobacco. Like, hey, buddy, knock it the fuck off. This is our market, dude. You gotta think. Those are sad visited sharks in, in the visited in the dude. night by a fucking hitman. He's like, you're never yeah. allowed to talk about this, and I'll watch you your whole yeah. fucking life. This is the last like, time you ever shit. sell mint jewel pods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Listen, if you're listening to this right now, go to your nearest gas station and find some five percent mint jewel pods because you won't. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. The, you won't. And I just, I don't know. And Enjoy like, the Virginia tobacco. And it just, and it pains my heart that we have to do all these terrible back end alley deals to get things done. And you feel like your thing has to be better. And like, why are we just a country that's impossible about swallowing its pride? My whole life, I've swallowed my pride and constantly been like, yeah, I'm wrong, and I'm the disappointment. And I'm. Wrong. I hate doing that, dude. I don't know. That's I been my whole life that, on the golf Fuck course, that. at home, Fuck school, that. everywhere. I'm just like, I'm wrong, and you're right. I'm I like, hate being wrong. But you know I what? used to be told I was a piece of shit. And so I used I to hate, hate it, but hate here's it. the new ideology I've had. As soon as you're wrong, you can be right. Because as soon as you realize you're wrong, you can be taught the right thing. I hear you. That, and that's dude, a different weird, way of thinking. That's why I like and that's a weird boundary gap. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, different way of thinking, dude. I hear you. Because I, I used to hate being wrong, but now I'm like, okay, I'm wrong. What's the right thing? And tell me why that's right. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And if it's not, I'll speak up. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you sure you don't want to plug your YouTube thing? No, dude, I haven't. I just, uh, hey, dude, they're all old. My oldest, my last time I uploaded was four years ago. <laughs> well, I had a, no, dude. Well, I, the only I reason I asked is I'm about a, to end the show. I had a duck commander shirt on, dude. I love that. Yeah, so but you should show, but, you, down, but you should get back to it because that you should show that 
difference. Dude, I listened. I made a vlog the other day. I made a vlog the other day, dude. And it and then like sometimes when I make a vlog, I flare up my. I feel nervous. and I flare up my nose a little bit. No, that's you're getting excited. I think. Dude, I don't. I just can't. Yeah, I just can't, dude. I don't know. I try. I want to. I don't know. You should. What the fuck am I gonna talk about? If you've ever wanted anything, I know. What did we talk about today? I hear you. You know what I mean? What? Why does he? so I, I like Horace and Pete. I like Horace and Pete, a show that Louis C.K. made that's very serious on Hulu, and you should definitely watch it. Um, that's on Netflix, too. Pillars of comedy are in that, and he's like, why, does, why do we? Why do we have to make money? Why does every business have to make money? Why can't we just be the bar that like people come to? That's what I treat my room as. My room just has baseball players galore come through for reasons, and you know what I mean, like. Uh, <laughs> It's badass. It's just a nice vibe. Why can't why can't we just be a place that people want to come and feel safe? I'm not trying to be a safe space, motherfucker. But like, <laughs> I don't want to be a person someone wants to come on. But I, I yeah, but like I want to be I want to be a place that someone's like, can I come in your bathroom? Yeah. Like, you know, man, where we got to do yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, come go. in your bathroom. Yeah, you, yeah, you mean you know I'm not gonna watch, but you know the tape will. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, listen, this has been the disappointing radio show. I hope you enjoyed. Dude, it's Caleb. been a fucking pleasure. It's dude. it's it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's just it's weird. 10K downloads, and I'm coming back. <laughs> I hope uh, people at Caleb's work hear this. <laughs> Dude, maybe, good luck with Because maybe they'll later. be like, oh, fuck yeah, you're smart. <laughs> Dude, good luck with Edie later, dude. He doesn't know me, but god damn it. Mazel tov. Listen, any any last remarks that you would like to tell America that maybe... If there is any the fucking body still watching, dude, thank you. And uh, thank you for listening to me. Thank hey, he doesn't have AIDS and he's not gay. I don't have AIDS. I'm not gay. <laughs> lost a little bit of weight. But, dude, please fucking, please support what Brighton's doing, dude. He's oh, fucking, he's embracing the grind, dude. You're a sweetheart. Download his shit. And if you want me back, 10K downloads. Thanks, guys. Good peace. <laughs>
Blackberry Smoke, a fucking phenomenal song to introduce the last song of the uh, hour. It's a rap, so don't think that I've forgotten that one for each. Um, so if you like Southern Rock, well then I hope you keep your brains open for Keep Watch by the Wu-Tang Clan. Please enjoy. I 
ain't trying to be no D-boy I love music, I'm a B-boy Are you the undercover or the decoy? I'm heavy with the D, trouble T-Roy A pit with no muzzle About to bust your bubble like a keloid Too much marijuana got me penal I'm killing instrumentals with that all So simple, can it be boy? Shout the Lil C's, B.I.G. boy And fuck Dr. Spock, I mean Red Man It's not Leonard Nimoy 88 keys on the keyboard I'm down to catch rap Take them first three letters out of record It's meth, you heard it through the wire I could be more or washed up like Sunny Black's body on the seashore That's a problem, I could be yours A monster without the mad scientist and Igor I've heard it before, a third of these boys Got murdered rats and never even murdered before Keep watch, lights out when the beat drop Keeping the streets locked I'm calling all dreams from each block From each block Keep watch, lame niggas out there could get rocks On these streets out here don't need cops Code name Sensei. I live with my pen say. Game Hall of Fame flow is MJ. Muy caliente. Je m'appelle Rebel Capiche. Comprende? Son, I'm touching them up. Trust them like Justin Tuck. How they ducking the rush? Trying to break bad. You catch a bad break. Like I own a bake shop, how I stack cakes Greatness is nothing, back the next Nike ad Wifey bad, and my life got him slightly mad Cause I shine like chrome in July Soak your eye, open your eyes, notice the lie DEA say I'm drugging them I get to lean and hard, I get the fiends to nod I mean they loving them All here, your highness, terrific win Put a so-called beast in this place, Pacific Rim Keep watch, lights out when the beat drop Keeping the streets locked I'm calling all dreams from each block, from each block. Keep watch, lame niggas out there could get rocks. On these streets, I went on need cops. I'm calling all dreams from each block, from each block. Foul ass police, crooked ass friends. I don't give a fuck, yo, the drama never ends. I'm a project nigga, I don't care about the bands. Plus, I had a lot of chicks, you can have those bitches. But I murder your blood clot if you touch my riches. Yeah, crazy ass skipper, I be in the slums, nigga. Fuck where I come from, I'm a quiet gangster nigga. First, I get you comfortable, then I start shanking niggas. Park Hill coders don't violate the family. Brother to brothers, no snakes in the amnesty. I come through wildin' on some Wu Tang Kennedy. Googly eyed nigga, chop his face in the ministry, never scared to do the time, fuck the penitentiary, leave a bunch of dead niggas, don't forget to mention me, the angel rap, the unordinary light already did what I was going through before you even got the mic. We left a large solar cloud distinguished by size, interaction with the wise and civilized, the mind caused matter to fall into a center, a great deal of heat that irradiate within you. from out of this collision, the central core became thick enough to trap its own light and bring vision, each drop full of hip-hop energy. Balance on all sides, such great symmetry The bars unlock the power of the stars The mirror and the telescope pinpoint the guards From a distance, acting as a guiding coach Analyze the board, universal approach Retune the soul to a certain pitch Changing the frequency frequently Hitting a certain switch The love is paramount, the connect is brotherly Respect for the intellect and broad discovery Keep watch, lights out when the beat drop Keeping the streets locked I'm calling all dreams from each block, from each block. Keep watch, lame niggas out there could get rocks. On these streets, I'll hit only cops. I'm calling all dreams from each block, from each block.
They're very tricky, so you must be very careful. Uh, Brother Faye is quite right. But still, we have been taught that man is good. And if he wasn't good, Buddha would not try to help him. Hey, you have a pass from the upper hut to leave.